0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: Okay, hands up who wants to get some time and balance back in their life. Running a business, trying to be active, having a partner or a family, living a life. It's bloody hard, right? We hear you. It's impossible. And the longer you're in business, the more you realize you just can't do it all. How do you let go? How do you hand over that little diamond you've started to polish to someone else? Someone that isn't you? If only we had someone we could talk to that could shed some light on this matter. Oh, hold on. We're a podcast. We can do what we want. Lindsay? Lindsay is here, everybody. Let's go, team. Um, Two girls. I love it. Three
2: girls. Three girls. My brother's got two girls, like, just two girls, and I'm like, you've got your hands? Well, she, he was like, I want my little rugby player boy or yeah. whatever, and two I mean, girls. I was like, you, you'll you be obsessed. I mean, I you, know you, you, you say
1: that, but, like, I, like, Buddy's now seven, and he's like, the attitude's there now. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Spending money on Roblox, like, it's just like it's an endless pot of cash. <laughs> Um, spent, spent 70 quid of the week without telling him, like, just managed to oh spend 70 kid? quid on Roblox. Oh,
2: my God.
1: So, yeah, that was great. Oh, uh, no. no.
2: Anyway, it
1: could have been worse. It could have been seven grand, couldn't it? So, yeah,
2: exactly. But still. It wasn't seven grand. Like, anyway. Lottie's eight and she's full of, like, the sass and attitude and everything. I can't deal with where, that. Like, where did you get that from? Oh, no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Absolutely no idea.
1: Right. <laughs> Ready to go? We are another idea. A podcast for creatives and you just want to level up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way straight off the bat.
4: If you're here for the first time, please share,
1: subscribe, no, you, people and people listen. People have been listening for six months, Igor, since we started. Well, die people hard, are constantly hard hard finding listeners.
4: us. People are constantly finding us, which we find absolutely incredible that you would actually take your time to spend a little bit of your time with us. Yeah.
1: So yeah. But thank you. Thank and you, thanks very really for grateful. sharing it. We say it every week. Yes. Um, before we get into today's guest, I thought I'd just—I thought I just put something to you that okay. I thought of this morning. Well, I thought of it the last few days, and I mentioned it to Amy Merler and Courtney in the office yesterday. And that is, um, I don't know if I'm getting a bit fed up with Instagram. <laughs> I think I'm just starting, I don't know what it is. I'm just starting to feel like I've had a bit of a week, week or so. I don't know if it's because we're having the kitchen done, and that's yeah. like a massive drain on your energy level. Yeah. Um, and YouTube started and is up and running, and that, again, is another drain on your yeah. energy level, isn't it? I just a I couple of, just a couple of things I've seen on Instagram that have made me go. Yeah, do you know what? I can't really be asked. I I need
4: it's been on my to-do list for a little while, but I need to do a massive call. A massive call of yeah. the things that I follow. I
1: saw um I saw a post on you might you guys might have seen this, but is it Mother Pucker? Mother Pucker? Yeah. She put mm-hmm. a post out didn't she about how she'd Actually been She had a, a post. Wedding. Did you? Yeah. She put a post out about having her post removed even though she was calling out some pretty graphic and offensive messages mm. that she'd been oh, wow. receiving.
4: So she got removed even though she was
1: calling out Yeah, she was well. calling out some of the messages and saying Instagram needs to step up and sort this and, mm-hmm. and I think her response to that was like, I've had enough.
2: Yeah. Which
1: I kinda get. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's not on, is it really? They take, you know Yeah. They want they want your they want your money and they want your content yeah. and they make money out of it, but they're not prepared to up their game and, and just little things like that on top of everything else, it's kinda made me go. Yeah. Just having a bit of time off Instagram. Yeah, that's I it Have a break. Have a break from it and come back refreshed. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Because, yeah. yeah. Just a little. Just a little side it. note yeah. to start yeah, the episode it. with there <laughs> well, Hey I Lindsay, how that. you doing? Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I go through that. I,
2: I'm feeling it at the moment as well. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if it, it, it has like a mental toll on you. I think, mm-hmm. find sometimes I'm just a bit like, oh, I'm done. I don't think I posted Karen's in like two it, months. I'm not yet. close enough. No, no, it's not like, just not Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've posted in like two months, and I'm just like, oh. I can't, I can't. I don't know if that's just, I don't know, me. Yeah,
1: I think we all go through. Yeah. Mm. I, think, I, I think, I don't know. I we're just I, I spoke to the guys in the office yesterday and we were all just like, yeah, there's only so much energy you have to give to, you know, your social channels. And yeah. and with everything else that's going on, I just yeah. kind of found myself going, God, I've not really put a wedding photo up for a bit. Or yeah. I don't really feel like I've been active on stories. Then I'm like, can I, can I be bothered? No. Because it, like,
2: it, I find that it takes me away from like, well, it takes you away from real life, doesn't it? And then sometimes when you just like that all the time, or on your, you just need a whole break, a whole like zone, zone out. From yeah, it. yeah. That's yeah. what I get. I feel yeah. a bit. I mean, you're exhausted. just
1: generally quiet. Full stop on it, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, How yeah.
4: Because when I do post <laughs> it again, it just consumes me. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of like it's it's like that. That's yeah. it.
2: <laughs> I'm exactly the same. When I post, I find that then I'm on there all day, like yeah. looking at the likes or looking yeah. at the comments or looking. Whereas if I don't post, then I don't need to look check anything. Yeah, then yeah. it's fine.
1: We yeah. all know that shit, don't we? We mm. all know it, but yeah. still they, they get us,
2: don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they do. They get us. Um,
1: but that
4: said, though. Yeah. Let's crack on with the episode. Yeah. We've got the amazing Lindsay Garvey in the house. Hey, How cool. are you?
2: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
4: Very good. Yeah. Very good. Thank you so much for coming.
2: You're welcome. Um, Thanks for having me.
4: It's always amazing to have people from from different walks of life in, in the studio and, Yeah. I think that your episode is gonna be a treat for sure, especially for photographers and creatives in general that um, really want to start outsourcing some of the things within their business Mm -hmm. and how that could work, so yeah. But tell us a bit about you. How how did you start this creative journey really?
2: Yeah, so it was never, well, I started off in HR to be Mm -hmm. honest, so went to uni and I did like media arts and everything at university. But that was a long time ago, um, and yeah, I fell into HR recruitment and everything after, so it wasn't creative at all. But I've always been into photography. I'm not good at good at it. It's
4: been that constant.
2: Yeah, it's always well. I I've always um yeah enjoyed it, but never. My camera doesn't come out of auto. Nothing. Like honestly, I just like taking a picture. Like I said a minute ago, my kids are like, I'm like fake laugh, everyone. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like cronies <laughs> at it now. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we've got it. But um, my dad's a photographer. Um, and he's very old school and um, yeah, it's always been a part of our lives for like ever And um, but yeah, I never kind of fell into it and then um, I'd always wanted to do something for myself like I was in HR and it's like, it's pretty depressing it was great, but I'm quite like a happy, chirpy like high vibe kind of girl and then you get people coming into your office and crying (laughs) and you're like, you know, you've got disciplinaries or grievances or something like that and it's just, ugh I can't takes go its in. toll yeah it really does yeah. like it really takes its mental toll and how long feel...
4: how long did you do it for
2: oh HR? i don't well i think about 10 years um but then there was a break to have kids and stuff like that but um yeah i always knew i wanted to do something for myself but i just never knew what i over... always overcomplicated it in my head i'm mm. like i don't know how to start anything like what what do i do and then this idea of a va came up about probably about six years ago mm-hmm. and um, i was like that's good because i've got i've got loads of transferable skills i can do that and then but again i overcomplicated it in my head i was like three what were you doing like, i was well I, was, I think
1: i think a lot of people will go yeah i, I do that all the time but like yeah just give a bit of context like how would you overcomplicate?
2: so this, this i was situation i was like oh i i'll need like legal stuff i don't know where to look for legal legal stuff how would mm-hmm. i know what to do like anything i'll I put it to the back burner and then, it's, then it was like, how would I even work with clients? Who would I work with? How would I start that process? Like, you know, what would what would I do? Um, and then, yeah, so then again- So everything, again, beco- everything I
1: becomes a hurdle.
2: Yeah, everything became yeah. a hurdle and I allowed it to. I was like, no, fine, I can't. Um, but I needed it at the time because my, my husband's job was not flexible at all. So um, when I had kids, I needed to be around, like if the kids were real at nursery or something like that, it was me, I had to go. Um, so I was like, oh, having something around our lives would be perfect, and um, yeah, I went back to HR for a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I read a book. I did. Um, I always tell a story about I did a bit of paneling in my bedroom, which made me <laughs> realise, like, oh, I can do it. I can do stuff. A um, bit of a random story that. But... It's
4: it's that introspective. It's mm. the introspective day, spending yeah. that time with your thoughts and and with yourself a little bit to kind of like,
2: yeah, yeah like yeah, it's maybe not I so, can yeah. yeah exactly like i am um, the 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 paneling story was so i read a business book it was quite a, like a basic one but it was it was a really good like intro and i was like oh okay it was um the um Carrie green she means business and like I, mean, I wasn't a book reader or anything but i was like oh this was quite easy to get my head yeah. around and whatever and then um, yeah at the time I told this story when I did um, the speaking thing at the time I really wanted to pan on my bedroom the back wall I really wanted to do it and then um, my husband was just like "No, oh, do it next week do it like and, you know next month that's our go to response never gets done. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that's
1: our go to that's generally how it works yeah it's just put her off another week yeah You're going to have a golf course
2: That's that's (laughs) exactly it. He's at a golf shop now. Um, And it never happens. And then one day I was like, I'm just going to blim and do it. So I went to B&Q, got it all down, whatever. And then I did it. And then that was like my, literally that was when I was like, if I can do something like that, which I thought I couldn't ever do, I was like, I can start my business. And I read that book and I did that. And that's when I started literally on the back of panelling my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, and that's how I, and then because I always really like, like love photography, all that kind of stuff i was like well, surely photographers need help like you you're good at what you do the creative side going out taking mm. photos and like doing all that stuff who looks after your admin who looks after your onboarding who looks yeah. after any of that
1: so, so to just be like just for clarity so va stands for very anxious
2: yes <laughs> yeah? that's it yeah that's it okay yeah I'm selling it I'm selling it here um, But yes yeah, so That's how I became a virtual, virtual assistant case yeah. anybody's like That's not <laughs> right like Andrew, Virtual assistant yeah. joke. Virtual assistant um, And yeah That's it And I put it out To photographers And yeah and Here I am back. Never look back Honestly, but How did you even change? get
4: The idea for it really Because It's is It some still, it's, still
1: feels In its infancy Doesn't yeah, it? it It very much yeah. does yeah. It very
4: much does Was there anyone That you sort of like Looked at That you sort of like Oh yeah mm. Inspired I, you to do it
2: Um no well when i first moved to bath like mm-hmm. where i am um, where i yeah live now um i moved out there and like this years ago and i was looking for some kind of work just to, like to get like part-time whatever again around the kids and um a virtual assistant company got in touch but i'd never heard of it it was like right where it was way back and i was oh, this and i idea and i got a i think i got a job via them and then I was like, I could do this myself. Like this is like definitely something. But they actually then found me done a HR panelling. job. Yeah, i paneling. Yeah, so I, I done can do panelling. this. I can do this. Yeah. And um, but um, yeah, but no, they got me a job in HR. Another job in HR there. And um, so I just carried on the HR journey. And then, um, but then I was like, no, I kept going back to that idea. But when I started, there were VAs out there. But I think it's there's there's it's definitely just blown up now at the yeah. moment. So I feel like I got it at the, like got there at the right time. Yeah. But yeah. That's
1: really good. Mm. So, can you just just explain to us, like, why would somebody need a VA? What's the kind of, what's the, what's the 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 core purpose of your of your role as a VA, mm-hmm. and what and what why would that be a benefit to somebody that's running a, a business?
2: Yeah, well, it's well to support you guys. So, obviously, I choose to work with photographers, creatives. You have got all your like, you've got your weddings, you've got even like family photographers. Everyone, you focus on the creative side, but yeah, you're onboarding or your admin behind the scenes, like all of that kind of stuff. You don't want to then do that because you're not earning money while you're doing that. It's super important to get that stuff done. But yeah, you earn money when you're at weddings. You earn yeah. money when you know, you're know you taking all the amazing like photos, doing all that kind of stuff. You're not earning money while you're like getting all the admin bits, getting your spreadsheets together, doing all that. So that's where a VA can really come in and help. And once you can delegate that part over, then... You, you can just get back to earning money. But whether it's photographers and creatives or anyone else, um, and you've got the benefit of the contract, like it's a subcontractor for you, isn't it? You know, you don't, um, you don't have to pay the holidays. You don't have to do any of that stuff. So, yeah, you've got that. So,
1: <laughs> Sam, so Igor.
4: <laughs> Studio Ninja.
1: Yeah, let's just talk, let's talk a little bit about a sponsor. And I was wondering about what we need to say in this little section, because I really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business. And yeah. One thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board. Mm-hmm. Like do I need somebody that's going to help me just, you know, perform some of the admin tasks? And when I looked at it, I it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for? I realized that I don't actually do much admin.
4: Yeah.
1: And I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah, you know, my invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out, email templates, ch- email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah, you know, everything's fully automated to the point where doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway so it kind of defeats the whole point of a va so for me it is a very integral part of my business yeah. and i think when you're running a business and you're self-employed like we are mm-hmm. you know being efficient yeah being productive making sure that things run in the right order if you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task you have to say to yourself why am i repeating this automate it um and if you can automate it then that's it and that's really where studio ninja fits in with me and my business and they have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So yeah. what's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninjas.
4: <laughs> when, when people come to you... Um, Lindsay uh, I need this and this and that what are the sort of like usual pain points that you you tend to hear from them or
1: mm-hmm. that you can sort of like offer solutions to mm-hmm. I'll tell you a pain point <laughs> I, I I remember like before I had a, a CRM system I suppose that's a similar thing obviously like mm-hmm. a, v, a VA is somebody that's going kind to of come in and yeah and kind of handle that point that port of call right yeah. but a, a CRM is still something that you use mm-hmm. but obviously there are third there are different There are multiple CRMs Mm -hmm. on there. So I remember, like, I used to put stuff on an Excel sheet. So, like, an inquiry would come in. I'd put it on an Excel sheet. And then the day I realised that that wasn't good enough was the day i booked, like, double booked a date. I was like,
2: oh, Oh. shit.
1: (laughs) Which I don't think... You can call yourself a professional photographer until you've done that. Yeah, like, I think when you've done <laughs> oh, that, that gives me the fear. It's like a, <laughs> haven't you? No. It's oh, like a medal. It's like it. yes, double book somebody. That gives me the
2: fear, though. You're yeah, not but it honest. does. It's very, yeah. for,
1: very fortunate. I realised it a day later, so it's like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm actually not available. Here's your money back. But you're like, yeah, no, things need to, mm-hmm. things need to change, change don't they. they? Yeah, yeah. It just needs to be a bit more efficient, a bit more streamlined, a bit more foolproof. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. even though you know, you can have a really advanced detailed excel sheet but you can still double book somebody oh yeah you know it's still possible so yeah
2: for sure it's so i've as my like va journey's gone on i've actually kind of so at the start i was like when you market it yourself like yeah if you want to grow your business and delegate get a va delegate but now actually i've kind of dropped like like half of my business is va i'm not growing that side anymore but the the other side is systems and processes and all that kind of stuff um which is where so i've worked with photographers over over the time where they need the help for sure they need the help because everything they're so overwhelmed with everything that's going Mm. on but there's so much. they're so overwhelmed and they're sinking in it where they think you know a VA is going to be able to help out. It's not we're we're task oriented. We we kind of go from you. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a whole world of mess and whatever, it's they're always the relationships that end prematurely because there's no systems, there's no processes in place before. So I I say now all the time, you need your systems and processes in place and then hand those over to a virtual assistant yeah. who can then take it on. So when you mentioned about CRM, Like, you could get a VA for, like, you know, £300 a month to do exactly what a a CRM could do for, what, £20, £30 a month. So it's, I'm very much like, get that sorted, then hand it over, and then, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I don't think anyone ever really prepared. Like, it's great to be busy, and obviously, as you kind of get into your business, you don't ever think you need that kind of setup. But Mm -hmm. very quickly, when you start being creative and busy, it just ramps up, doesn't it? And then you very quickly find yourself in a position where you're like, Fighting against it all because yeah. there's just constant admin coming in. You're like, I used to remember, like, I'd I'd come in on on a Monday, and I I'd spend the whole day. Like Monday would go yeah, just yeah. on like emails, admin responses, setting up meetings, all that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh right, okay, wow, I've done, done all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and like you obviously get to that stage where you like you just want, but. I don't know where I was going with my point. My mind's just gone off on like a complete different tangent. But it's totally it's okay, true. guys. We've only been doing this podcast for like seven or eight months. Uh It'll come back to you in a moment.
2: But it's totally... And in that time, you've earned no money. No. And you've just been working no. on your emails. Yeah. You've been working on whatever. So it, it's exactly that. Like, you don't want to do that. And if you get someone on board who can literally take that off your hands, you know, there's going to be that transition period where you have to trade them up doing, doing whatever. But yeah. once they know, they know. And then, like, I've become the whole admin side of like photographers business businesses some of my biggest clients where i've literally taken on they don't even know what admin's going on anymore because i've I've got it and i'm running with it and incredible it is, it, so
4: literally replying yeah. to clients and yeah. inquiries and yeah everything
2: yeah exactly so yeah that was i i no longer do emails and stuff like that because i've kind of changed it up but that's exactly what a va can like literally take on um you know get someone who you're aligned like I talk about being aligned get someone who you're aligned with and who you know like you're similar so when they're replying to your clients you have full trust in you know the replies that are going back mm. and forth and all that kind of stuff so yeah and it's honestly once you do it when you do it right it's a game changer for your mm. business like yeah absolutely because you can't always do things on your own
4: do you find it that um with the clients and the people that you team up with and in- in that sort of stage when, when you were doing um, emails and replying to whoever else, um, I'm just thinking tone of language and everything Mm -hmm. else for that specific business, is that something that you would have to adapt or would you be able to bring in your tone of language for that specific, for Mm -hmm. that specific business? Oh, I'll pass you on to Lindsay and she'll sort you out sort of thing.
2: Yeah. um, It's, it's always been quite good, good with me because like I've I don't know i think when we we're talking about instagram and it go like what you put out is kind of what you get back isn't it so i don't kind of come out like i don't put up there that i'm you know super formal and i do this and do that i'm very much like hi lovely you're all right, that kind of thing and um so like my clients that come my way are like very similar as yeah. well so it works perfectly in terms of like you know the clients that they deal with so you know when i've had like um family photographers or like wedding photographers that I've worked with it's it's just been perfect it's just I'm a, an extension of that that photographer That's or amazing. that creative yeah which is it's really nice really nice so when they like put about me on like socials or on emails or anything to their clients they're like I feel like I know that their clients just as mm-hmm. much so it's yeah it's really nice and I feel super pa- passionate about their businesses too so I'm like ah yeah well, you
1: want them to be busy the you know the busier they are and the uh, the more successful they are, that's just a continued business and relationship for you. It justifies your, you know, the the investment that they're making in you to be able to grow their business and Mm -hmm. kind of go, I can't, still can't remember the point I was going to make, but it was kind (laughs) of just to go back to like, it's just, no, it doesn't, like doing that outsourcing, just, it just, just frees up just so much time, Mm. doesn't it? And weight off your shoulders that you don't, you know, you don't get bogged down with and just allows you to focus on, growing your business in the right in the right way yeah which is by doing your creating your work
2: yeah I've worked with photographers who have have taken on the whole idea of outsourcing completely like they've been outsourcing like legends that they've fully trusted the process and let it go and how much they've got it wouldn't just be to me Mm. it would be like to a social media manager as well bookkeeper accountant anyone like that and um, but I was part of it and they've been able to grow their business in so many ways like education all that kind of stuff and now they're like oh my god I literally could never take back the emails or the admin or anything like that because they've grown it massively it's an investment for sure but you'll, you'll reap the rewards down the line definitely
1: yeah because I think so many people just they get bogged down by it they you know like kind of describing that coming in on a Monday and just doing admin for their entire day and you know that's all well and good but if you if you're not putting out content or doing your marketing, you, you, you're you just stunting the growth of your mm. business full stop, yeah. aren't you? And
2: yeah, exactly. It just
1: frees up that time, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, definitely.
4: So how, how has your business grown then over the years in terms of just your VA experience yeah. really? How how has it grown?
2: It's been incredible. Like it's, I couldn't have dreamed that it would do any better, which is like, yeah, I, 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 I have to pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, how, have I done this? This is amazing. Um, yeah, so obviously I started with the VA side and um, I started just before the pandemic hit. Um, but it was great for me because I I was able to market and not lose any money on it or anything. So I was able just to put myself out there, grow a bit of a following and like a very tiny following, like probably like 50 followers or something, but um, put out there. And then, um, yeah, from there, once I, because at the start, I was just like, oh, any kind of, you know, I'll, I'll work with anyone kind of thing. But um, then I was like, no, I'm going to put my niche out there. Like, I want to work with photographers. And the minute I did that, the game changed. And, um, yeah, it's been incredible. The clients I've I've been able to work with, they're all amazing. Um, I speak to them all far more than I probably speak to my husband. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's quite nice, actually. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, it's grown. I've changed up the business. I do mentoring now. I've got a team. um, And, yeah, I've gone into system setups, which is what I'm, like, massively passionate about now wow. um, so you're passing yeah. on
4: things to to your team what sort of things mm-hmm. do they do and that mm-hmm. you would do
2: yeah so I've got a team of VAs who work with clients so new clients come on now and I I no longer take on any more virtual assistant clients um I pass them over to to them and they work directly with Check out with others.
1: yeah amazing so what so just tell us what, what what do the systems mean what what is it you're kind of doing from that yeah viewpoint
2: you can say it.
1: You can say it's fine. We're, yeah, um, we're sponsored by CRM, but there are other CRMs available. Exactly. you no, no, no. We want to hear this. It's yeah. Not a problem.
2: Okay. So, um, Dubsado. I yeah. do system setups. Oh, don't hate me, Studio Ninja. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I do Dubsado setups. Studio Ninja is also very good, though. Very good. Um, but... Yeah, so I've gone into that. I've become a special a dubsado Specialist, Certified Specialist. And I do, yeah, Dobsado builds and setups for photographers and creatives now, um, which literally is just, yeah, sorting out their workflows from onboarding right the way through to offboarding. We kind of fully map it out and go yeah.
1: deep. So, so tasks are basically automated. And
2: mm-hmm. if they're not
1: automated, they're responded to by
2: mm-hmm. VA,
1: if they've outsourced to a yeah. VA. But if not, then it's... A task mm-hmm. that I think it's one of those things. If you like, we talk about it before on on, on um yeah, kind of I suppose on the adverts, really about talking about you know if you're repeat if you're repeating tasks all the time, it's like yeah. hold on, can you can you automate this? Like yeah. just because it's automated doesn't mean it can't be made personal.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. That's always a
1: bit of a oh, fear people have, isn't it?
2: It. The I've biggest got to fear. do it. I have
1: to. I have to be in charge of this, but.
2: Yeah, it's the biggest fear for so many people. But I think we forget that in this day and age that people expect you to probably be in a workflow. Like, things Mm. are being managed. But with these CRMs nowadays, probably even Studio Ninja, I've done a little bit on Studio Ninja, um, but you can personalize them to your clients you know like without you having to go in and edit and do all that but my biggest bit of advice you have a lot of people who do setups and they're like let's just get it all in there let's just automate everything okay. but full automation can be scary mm. like when your client has gone in there and your client's your baby your client goes into that workflow and they're right the way through to offboarding it's like oh my god Like sometimes it can run away with you a little bit and you it's a bit daunting well I'm like no no just, just keep it simple like go in like put your like core um, your, your pillars in there like the things that you know that definitely have to go out do that but you're going to be talking to them outside of a workflow you're going to be doing all that but um, but yeah you can highly personalise it now with CRMs you know the CRMs can pull through your the venue the, the their names their dates all of it and you haven't written that email and it's just gone and it's got all the right info in and it's, yeah, perfect.
4: And and by experience, how, how long would you say it takes for you to sit down with someone and get that system fully ready and going? Mm-hmm. Does it take a long time, or is it sort of?
2: like yeah. If any of my clients are watching, they'll laugh. <laughs> Come on, let's give <laughs> give them a kick up the arse. Well, well, Come no, on. I um, there's part of the uh, part of the journey is. I can't go in and build your system Mm -hmm. because I don't, well, I I can, obviously that's my job. I go in and build your system, but I mean, I can't just go in and assume I know everything about your business. There's a chunk of homework I need from you at the get-go. And I, as part of that, we do a strategy call and my clients will laugh because they know how long a strategy call can be. So I say, oh yeah, leave yourself two to three hours. No lie, in the, the last two that I've done, kids have gone to school. I've got on the call for about 10 o'clock, husband's done the school pickup and the kids are home and I'm still on that call. Like wow. a strategy call can be that long because we're completely mapping out their client journeys for like, you know, if it's wedding, destination, if it's UK destination and elopement for instance, Incredible. we're mapping out each one of those workflows from onboard to off board. And then that's where I then take all the information and um, yeah, get going. So yeah, but the whole process can be like six to eight weeks if there's no delays.
4: Wow. It's commitment. Yeah, it's very much so, but you said a client journey really, but you're very much setting yourself up for success in terms of like the way you are giving an experience to your clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just never thought of it like that really, from beginning to end and yeah. Oh, yeah. So, every, got work to so do. every every point of the journey, isn't it? You yeah. Know, we talked about it yeah. with murder and yeah. the
1: marketing course that that's going to come out. It's like that kind of how can you provide that experience every single touch point, not yeah. just I've got their money. See you later yeah. now. Yeah. You know, whatever. Do whatever. Well, it's that's like How it. can you keep? How can you always kind of just over deliver? How can you be? You know? How can you show up? How can you be mm-hmm. humble and connect with them? And you know how how can you just provide that level of service all the way through the journey rather than just the yeah. trying to yeah. make the sale.
2: Yeah it's it's honestly it's some of the photographers i've worked with they've like come they're like i know mine's a mess and like there's someone i know who works with a wedding photographer um sorry when they were getting married they had a wedding photographer and um the client journey the, the photographer's amazing but the client journey like fell down mm-hmm. um you know they didn't know if they the um, photographer had received the deposit they had no idea kind of what was going on in the in-between um and no doubt brides are, well, I've been one and whatever we get a bit like oh my god have you got my money are you coming like what's going yeah. on um and yeah there was kind of no communication there at all um and probably brides are it can be like I don't know a bit needy maybe sometimes just to make sure everything's perfect and um you just want that assurance don't you yeah you yeah. just want it's just, that, just to make sure it's all That's gonna it happen is. and um yeah they hadn't heard anything right up until like the day and um it's all right the photographer showed up it, it was absolutely you, fine you would they wouldn't you? Were there. You, if, yeah if you've not heard anything you would
1: question whether the photographer's would, even going to be there
2: yeah exactly <laughs> have you got my money like and uh, but what happened afterwards is the photos were amazing everything and the photos go on instagram and you tag the location but that person had um other brides who are getting married at that venue get in touch with her said can I just ask I've got the same photographer did did they show up and it happened for three three people wow. three wow. brides did they show up because i am not heard anything and I was like oh my goodness you don't like you really don't think like how important it's that not, client journey is it's not is. a
1: positive experience that no. is it? When you doubt the validity of your supplier,
2: yeah. If they're not, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I am um, now when I work with like new ones, like I, I, they come to me like my my client journey is definitely like off, and it's an investment to do a setup. So when someone comes we look at it all we look at everything that's going on you know like are you going to send like a gift or something at that point are you going to um you know what, are you sending a you know pre wedding details form are you when you're doing your final consultations when you're doing all of that like we get it all in these journeys so they just go and you don't have to fret and you know your clients are being looked after it doesn't stop you from texting them outside of it no, of or emailing them outside but you know that the key points are being delivered and it's yeah being looked after i could go off on tangent about like, no It's amazing no the,
1: the more the detail the even better because yeah this is what we want to hear yeah. and when and then, when someone's been through that journey and they've they've kind of been through that what is sounds like kind of an extensive process whether you do it with a va or you do it as as your mm. own through a crm it obviously takes a lot of work um what, what's the kind of like big byproduct of that for your for your clients Mm-hmm. obviously they have a massive party and celebrate and do like a three-week trip to Dubai to like go yes I'm set up but yeah what what oh. are the kind of big takeaways for them
2: the, the fact that they know that their clients are being looked after that they're going through a really professional like process and in turn you know you build trust with your clients then as well but also you know that you can chill a little bit you know your clients they, you put them into that workflow and you can like but to take a bit of a ah, like, oh, it's headspace like
4: isn't it you're not constantly mm. thinking about oh I need to send that I need to mm. send this yeah, yeah. it's headspace
2: because we've all we all do it like guys you know I do dub silo setups for other people god I need to pay someone to do mine because <laughs> 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 we don't pay ourselves to do our own do just, thing
1: do you just have like a Microsoft oh. Excel sheet oh my god yeah,
2: yeah. well not probably far off it <laughs> But honestly, I've I've got um an amazing associate who helps me do my dubsado builds and she also does dubsado builds and um I, I I say to her, I'm like, Laura, I think I need to pay you to do mine. And I say to my clients, like, please don't judge what your build's gonna be like on, on what my dubsado's like, please don't. But um but yeah, because it's a it's a like a huge thing to, you know, do and invest in and everything. So um so yeah, but something yeah, I'm so passionate about.
4: You can tell, you can tell, and <laughs> you can tell that you do it really well as well. Oh. Um, so now you tend to sort of like send certain things to to your VAs. Mm-hmm. How's, how, how was that sort of like bringing them in into your business? How did it change it? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, how did it change it?
2: Yeah, well, it was... Um... When I first brought on an associate, I was a bit like, oh God, like, and I, I was, I think like everyone, when you start outsourcing, whether it be to a bookkeeper or an account or anyone, you look at the money and you're like, oh, can I really like give that up? Can I do this? And the first associate I brought on, I was like, you know, just do a few hours. Like, I don't want to like, you know, I'm like, can you tell me how, how much time you're tracking, please? Like, but um, I remember once where I was like, so I got to burn out, like my business had, um, grown like massively overnight with like photographers which was like my key client and um there's no way, way I was saying no to any like photographers that were coming in I was like no I'll have you I'll have you yeah yeah because I don't want you to go to anyone else so I was taking them all in and um yeah I needed help so I got an associate on board and I remember once the weekend I um, there was a, a blog or something that, that needed to be done for a photographer and I it wasn't one of my favorite things to do and that's all right when it's not you outsource that like when you've got things that you don't enjoy doing you outsource it and um i was like "Oh," okay. i said to myself can you can you do this Is that all right and she was like yeah absolutely so i went out with my family with my kids and i've been like burnt out and i'd been like working you know constantly like morning to one o'clock in the morning like all constantly all the time and we went out and we went to like a park and I played with the kids and whatever. And then I got a text from my associate going, all done, it's on the Trello board, which is our project management tool. And um, I went back, credit. I was like, oh my God, the relief, the relief. I didn't have to spend hours like f- like freaking out about that. And that was the, like a big moment for me because I was, yeah. Kind of
1: like the panelling, isn't it? Yeah, like you've exactly. See, you've seen it, you've done it. You, yeah, you then have trust that you can do that. Mm. And yeah. Yeah,
2: the minute you kind of, I, I was like, oh, yeah, it felt really like nice to know that it was being done and it didn't need me. And I was, yeah, with my children, having a nice time. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe I was having a nice time. Probably tantruming somewhere. Did you <laughs> yeah, go to the know. pub afterwards? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I was probably yeah, done pub sounds, actually. I'm sounds. making it sound very fu- fluffy. Yeah. With the kids now, out boozing. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, I still haven't thought of that question. <laughs> I'm just gonna give I'm gonna give up on it because it was there and I was about to deliver it and it just disappeared we went off on a little road, didn't we? Yeah. Um what um for anybody that's that that's in that position of feeling like they're a bit swamped mm-hmm. and maybe they maybe they haven't got the money or the resource to go and kind of outsource to a VA, but they wanna try and sort of just set up a, a CRM, like mm-hmm. what would be like what, what would be like the most sort of basic forms that people can kind of go and like, what are the what are the steps that they can take to start to sh- make that shift over like mm-hmm. does that make any sense yes,
2: yeah yes. yeah it does, it does. <laughs> i'm doubting all of my questions now cuz <laughs> oh,
1: my, no. my my head just went off on no, one no. but yeah no like, what, what, like what can they what can they start to i suppose what are the what are the fundamentals yeah how can you start to make that transition over to a crm
2: yeah so for, yeah exactly like you said getting a va is an investment and you need to be ready to have a va as well you can't just be like everything's a mess here, here's a VA and like VA can't pull, it, pull apart the mess without kind of needing you as well. So definitely the CRM is your, your main thing that you need to have in place to start alleviating like some of the stress and the admin and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I always say with getting a CRM in place, if you're not gonna invest in getting someone to do it, because that's, that is an investment, then you need to, away from it, you need to plan out your client journey from the minute your client gets in touch on your contact form, on your website or whatever, you need to plan out from that starting point right the way through to you delivering those images and they're they're off. Mm. Um, I say, so what, just
1: write it down on a sheet of paper yeah big i say post-it paper. notes
2: big sheet of paper yeah. whiteboard anything like that just go for gold like literally everywhere and that's what i say to my clients before you get on a call with me really think of what your dream client journey is like the dream one because this is it like we're doing it now um so yeah go do all of that and then it comes to your crm but people think give you- us a
1: couple of examples on that just mm-hmm. let's just so that we can really kind of if someone's listening they're going oh okay plan it out but what what do we mean what are those
0: actual steps so So, inquiry
2: yeah so yeah exactly so I break down when I do builds I break down the workflows so I don't just have like one long workflow from inquiry right the way through to offboarding because that is too overwhelming if you went in your CRM and saw that workflow going away you're like oh my god I don't even know where each part is so I break it down to inquiry um onboarding delivery and offboarding so they're nice Bite-sized chunks. So your inquiry could just be an auto response, and then you send them a price guide, and that's your inquiry workflow done and looked after, and then it stops. So that inquiry comes in, the auto response goes. I'll be back in touch. Managing expectations. I always say you need to manage your expect- clients' yeah. expectations, all the time. Always give them the next steps so they you know what's coming as well. So I've remembered. That's really my point. good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> remembered it. It's just about like I think most most. I was going to get to the point of like it's communication. I think most issues or problems that arise in a business can often be just dealt with by just clear, simple yes. communication. Yeah. Yes. And, it, and if, you have a, if you have a grievance with a, a client, it might not fix it, but it certainly dampens the, the severity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might still have a problem with a client, but if your communication has been shit, yeah, right. It just amplifies the problem, doesn't it? Yeah, tenfold. Oh, exactly. You know, we're, we're finding it. We've we've had our kitchen done recently, and it's it's not been the best. Since like we paid the bill in December, the communication stopped, and yeah. even though the kitchen's looking great, they have done a good job. The problems yeah. we've had have just been made worse because there's just no communication. Yep. There's no, not been an email yep. going, "Hey guys, you, your your rip out starts on Monday." Just checking that you're okay. That would have yep. been a very simple, yeah, automated email to send, right? None of that. No. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna get everything out of the kitchen because they think I think they're gonna rip it out on Monday, but you're like, dunno because I've had no email. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Exactly it's that just simple communication. It doesn't yeah. need to be an essay.
2: No, it doesn't, yeah. not at all. And this is what I. Oh, God, I feel so much better from under <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> you're Jesus Christ. Is it worse when you I, forget I just... something
2: and it's there? And you oh, know?
1: my mind just went really cloudy. <laughs>
2: you've got it. Got, it, got it.
1: it. Yes. I can, re- um, I can relax.
2: That's exactly it. I say to my clients all the time you need, to, you need to manage your clients' expectations and you need to answer their questions before they ask them as well. Um, and. I've got that story to learn from as well so you know you have your inquiry like phase you manage when you're going to get back in touch with them I'll be back in touch with you within 24, 48 hours a week whatever it is and then that's fine they've got your pricing guide and then that workflow stops and then you get back to them and then if they're keen to go ahead um, you onboard them so then you put them into the onboarding workflow which will send their proposal their contract their invoice all of that from the get go your invoice has got reminders around the deposit payment you don't have to chase payments your system does it um you you know you can have contract chasers so if they haven't signed that contract your system chases them all that stuff and then um once they've done that then you get them in the delivery workflow so the delivery workflow is everything up to the wedding date i say um and that first initial welcome email after they've completed the proposal signed the contract done the invoice um is a welcome with the next steps in it so here is where you outline exactly what their journey is going to look like. So number one, I'll, here's the next steps. I'll be in touch with you within, you know, three months or whatever with a pre-wedding questionnaire. I think
1: when you break them down into these little points, yeah. actually it becomes a lot more um, manageable, manageable mm. doesn't it? Like yeah. when you go, okay, right, okay. Well, if I'm going to send that inquiry email, let's just focus on writing that inquiry email. Yeah. What does mm-hmm. it need to be like?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay,
1: then I'm going to send my price card. Well, okay, let's just look at, look at those emails you've already been sending Mm-hmm. Put it into a template, reword it, whatever. Auto, like, yeah, you know, auto fill certain components so that you don't mm-hmm. have to type it all out. Yeah, and that's that's just tick that one off. And Next that's one. It done.
2: Yeah, exactly, you know. exactly that. And you just, but you've got to give it that time. Like, if you're yeah, actually totally. going to say that you, you're you're going to sort out like your client journeys and yeah. you're going to like get it all in in these workflows, give it that time and do it right.
1: I have another point that I remembered that I was going to deliver on that, and it reminded <laughs> me actually of Cat and Ash talking about able burners and how. They got to a point where they got so overwhelmed and so busy they had to stop and they had to shut, shut everything down
0: mm-hmm. just to get fulfill, on, fulfill just to get onto
1: yeah. their workflow and their systems yeah. and to yeah. make sure that things could be delivered yeah. because all, otherwise they just they were fighting it constantly. And I think that's the same for a lot yeah. of photographers. Like if you can't get on top of it because you literally have no time, stop taking work on. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. Address this and then go again because yeah. otherwise you are only going down a dangerous path. Yeah. yeah
2: exactly. And it'll like, end. It'll
1: end in dissatisfied customer yeah. somewhere along the line
2: a lot of people think oh you know i've only just started out i haven't done a wedding yet i haven't like photographed a family i haven't done anything yet my business is just starting so i don't i don't i won't do yeah. that now yeah no that's the best part because yeah. in got a couple time. months when you are busy you don't have time to go back yeah. and do it and you're already like treading water you're already like oh my god like my clients aren't being looked after yeah. and then what happens if you know next month you know you're um i don't know you you need your kitchen doing you need this and you've got loads of stuff going on your kids ill or something like that and all of a sudden you thought you were really quiet and then everything's going in your personal life and then you've got all your clients that are waiting for things so um yeah i've done a few builds recently with like new photographers and um it's been amazing don't get me wrong their workflows are probably going to change down the line like their system will be there long after i'm there but they've got a really good starting point yeah it's like someone start and they can start from a really yeah a really good place so um so yeah, can you tell how passionate I am? About yeah, life? yeah, that's great. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, th- I think if I think if anyone's listening to this that is starting out in the business, like do not for a second underestimate how how important this is to do mm-hmm. like er, as early as you can. Yeah, you know I think we've both been in a position where we probably just started it naively and you know get to a point where you're like okay now this is this is. This needs to change, yeah. you know, and, and so many photographers that I talk to have had that same experience. So if you can do it early on, the mm-hmm. on you can do it, the better. Yeah. I, I imagine how many photographers will then go, oh, but I can't afford it. I'm like, Okay, well, you've just spent six grand on camera gear. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can afford it. Just, you know, yeah. come on, it's priority. That's it.
2: It is, it is definitely priority. And it's, yeah, even if you don't invest in someone doing it for you you know, you can take it and do it yourself. There's so many resources out there, like educational resources for these CRMs. You know, obviously I work with Sado and I know their education is shit hot. Like it's amazing. I I actually say to my, a lot to my clients, you know, when I hand over, I do a bank of tutorial videos on their system. So I do a day of filming all of it and I, Hand over, yeah, but amazing. I always say to them, you know, here's links to all the education about dubsado as a whole, um because there's no point in me reworking that, it's already there. Yeah. Um, and I'm sort of, I'm sure, Studio, I think Studio Ninja has loads of education yeah, and everything yeah, as well yeah. on how to use it. So, um, yeah, you can definitely do it yourself. You don't always have to invest, but if you do, you know, someone like me, I specialize with photographers, so I know, you know, with a new photographer coming my way, I can actually consult on like oh I think you should do this at that point I think you should send this questionnaire I think your final consultation should be whenever um but yeah
1: there's no doubt that you um you you know that you've really like your core products or services around helping other photographers and other businesses Mm -hmm. like but what do you do for your business how do you market and grow
2: (laughs) I'm really probably rubbish at this I am yeah I'm not great on Instagram to be honest at the moment I think I, I do stories and all that kind of stuff but um my my main marketing comes from my recommendations and my referrals from others and honestly it's 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 a it's a game changer when someone shouts about you it really it makes you feel fluffy you're like oh my god but it's honestly it's that can have such an effect on your day your week your month or anything and you the work that comes off that you know from um, so, yeah, I've been lucky enough to work with some amazing photographers. And the minute they put my name out, here, out there and I get, you know, new followers on Instagram or whatever, that's where all my clients are coming from, are the referrals and the testimonials. So that's my main marketing, which is and quite And that
1: nice. really just, it just goes to reinforce the whole point that we talked about, which is customer service mm, and yeah. communication, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, so it, many honestly. people
1: think that your marketing has to be Instagram, paid ads, all yeah. of that stuff. But actually... Just serving your clients to the yeah. absolute best of your ability. Yeah, it is, is a huge marketing tool. Yeah. It's and that's and that's up. clear with you really, because um it was we had Rebecca
4: a few weeks ago here yeah. and mm-hmm. she sang you praises really. I love Rebecca. And a few and weeks it,
1: ago, it was months back, wasn't it?
4: Uh, yes. Uh, beginning of the year. Did I? Was Rebecca beginning of the year or was it December? I don't what know.
1: was we're, it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Oh, my it's days. I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're, both having, we're both having one of those days. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: but yeah, she absolutely sang your praises, really. And and we said, yeah, we have to have Lindsay over because okay. um, it's obvious. It's a no-brainer, really. Um, but yeah, it just shows the power of the word of mouth, really.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it really does. And you had Lou, Lou, Lou Paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Look at her bum.
1: I mean, she was great.
2: Yeah. She was on. Um, no, exactly. And and that's honestly when you when you work with people, I I, I always say this when I, I get a good testimony or anything, I always say to people you know shout about your service providers shout about because you never know the difference that makes to someone's business or to what they're doing or, or whatever so um so yeah that's my main I think I was on my stories the other day like oh my god I'm horrendous on Instagram we were just talking about YouTube and stuff a minute. I was like yeah I need to do some YouTube video well we
1: say <laughs> we you know we say that about just people sharing this podcast on their stories mm. you know it it might just be one little share that you post it uh, but it's it, you know, the compound effect of that is huge. If, mm-hmm. if you've got a following and a reach of, you know, even if it's just 50 or 100 people, that's still 50 or 100 people. It yeah. doesn't need to go out to an audience with, you know, 50,000. Obviously, you've got yeah. 50,000, please shout out. <laughs> but, you know, it, it doesn't always matter, does it? You
2: know, I, I it's like know, one
1: follower is one person. It's one account. It's one business. It's, yeah. it's huge.
2: And and yeah, that and one I think follower. We're all, I think
1: we're all girls. We've said this before, yeah. haven't we? We've all fallen foul of thinking we're not successful because we've yeah. only got, 1200 followers it's yeah like, well, no it's it just doesn't work like that
2: the imposter syndrome kicks in massively mm. doesn't it and it's um yeah i've i think i've what got two or, or something like that but you know they're probably like quite engaged like when i go through my follower list they're my all my ideal clients a lot of them all my peers or other vas or photographers or creatives exactly what i want you know i've done the odd reel and put it up there and oh my god the amount of i don't know oddballs that come like because you've yeah. chosen a good soundtrack or something like that. i just delete them all and i'm like, like am i defeating the point of like putting out a viral reel or something like that but um yeah i i like the fact that they're just engaged following and instead and yeah everyone that i want to work with really so yeah it's ideal
4: you clearly know what you're talking about um would you ever consider sort of like do you know what you're talking about <laughs>
2: Like, before i came here today i was like do i know what i do like do i know what to talk about
1: just want to check just want to check because yeah. you said yeah. that you do, do know, what know what you talk. What
4: talk about. from, from you the said... goal that you've been yeah. dropping yeah Is it... <laughs> we can attest that yes you do know what you're talking about <laughs> so. um ever thought of starting talks or educating other photographers or other people on how to become an effective va um
2: yes yeah i am um... You've given me ideas. You've given me more ideas now. <laughs> so um, yeah, last October I was lucky enough. I was a guest speaker at um, an event for family photographers and everything. That was one of the most scary things I think I've ever done. But I, it's all about pushing. I think you guys put up about the word for the year or something. I think one of your uh, the ones that you put up was like growth, and that was my my yeah. word as well when you put it up. It like,
1: it's great. It's, it's yeah. scary, isn't it, stepping on a stage or in oh. front of a room of people that are like waiting to kind of linger on every word yeah. and get some value yeah. from you and you're like it's yeah it what is scary. If I, I don't like, say the right thing yeah.
2: is anyone going to proofread what I'm actually going to talk about no. because I don't know um so yeah that was the scariest thing I, th- I think for the whole year because I was I think I was asked about 10 months or you a year uh, yeah I was like I can't say no because another like someone in my position will take that spot so um, I did it, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was awful. It was like, no, it wasn't awful. It was amazing. But yeah. it was, yeah, the worst. I don't look back at like the night before or the lead up with anything nice. I'm like, oh my God, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Were because... you like,
1: I've panelled a bedroom wall. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can do that. i panelled my own bedroom panelling.
2: wall. I'm, I'm good. Love that. But, um, but yeah, it was, oh God, it was so scary, but I did it. And yeah, yeah I was like, right, amazing. yeah, I want more of that. Like, that's what I want to do. And yeah, exactly what you said. I'd love to, you know... I want to put out some mentoring things for other VAs who are looking to do this um and yeah work with photographers because that's I think that's where I well it's not I think I know that's where I love to be I yeah. love to be you like but
4: at that's at that stage yeah
2: yeah it, that, that's it and it's you know I know that I I've well I hope I've got some insight to give and some like nuggets to share oh, you absolutely
1: stuff. you absolutely have I mean we talked to before we put, turn the cameras on we talked about you know how a Impactful a blog post has been for you, mm. you know, and the benefit of that, and John. and and yeah, yeah thank shout John out Carpenter. to John. Um, and we were like, okay, well, can you make that into a YouTube video mm. and use that as a search tool to kind of drive yeah. drive traffic and sales? So there's always that kind of like, mm. well, what what's the next stage for your business, isn't there? And yeah, you know, what can you do to to grow that?
2: Yeah, well, I was actually having this conversation with my husband the other day, and it's because um, it was my birthday. Was it last week, the week before? And um, I you know it was. Yeah, hit mid thirties, and it's like it's f- absolutely fine. But you know, when you start thinking Instagram and all this kind of stuff, can't be forever. Like you know, it's what's the next thing. And I was yeah, we're in the on the in the car coming here. Yes, yeah, so I'm like I need to think what what's what's next now. And um, but it's scary, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, you think you can live forever, and you think like I, I'm sounding like a bit dramatic here. But you know, and then you realise, oh my God, no, I can't be doing that forever. Like where where do we go from here? So. Yeah, it's, well, it's inspiring what you guys do as well, like looking at like, all the stuff that you've got going on. Oh, so, thanks. Oh, I want a bit of that. <laughs> I want to like do like, something like that. But yeah, I oh, know it's amazing. You've you've,
1: you've, you've absolutely, you've, you've clearly got the knowledge to share with people. It's just about how can you kind of put that what content formats. out to you? Yeah. What formats is mm. it going to be? What, you know, what products or services can you sell that don't kind of require your time mm. as such? Well, obviously it takes time for you to set that up, but once you've got a, mm. a product or service that you can just... Yeah. Sell, then it's it's just about scaling it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you you well, you guys do courses and all that kind of stuff, and it's that's exactly what I'd love to do. But yeah, when you're so busy working, like, kind of in your business and doing all that, it, it can be hard to kind of get your head out of it. And I know yeah. I'm. I'm coming from a VA like standpoint. So what are I'm the like, things that we need, yeah. need to I know. Yeah. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can I outsource anything actually now? I need to get rid of some stuff. So yeah, I, I take things from other people. Yeah. And then um but yeah, I actually need to pass. How how, myself. how,
1: how helpful was that blog post? Like yeah. can you just ex- just explain to people that are listening like why why do they need to blog? What's yeah. like, the like power oh, right. of blogging? Yeah,
2: honestly, like um yeah, name drop, John Carpenter, Rebecca's other half. Um amazing copywriter and yeah he wrote uh just did um a blog for me for my dubsado for photographers and all that and yeah well he was i don't do seo i don't i don't really understand it i realized the other day my website was completely messed up because um i threw some colors off and it affected the whole website i was like oh, what have i done um but yeah he was like oh you're ranking re- like really high for your dubsado i was like oh my god i didn't realize um so yeah that's a game changer. photographers need you need blogs don't you you really need like your blogs out there and your photos and all that kind of stuff so um yeah it was a bit of a game changer for for my business for sure but
1: um yeah i have a uh, i have a couple of questions from a speaker from mm. somebody uh who's your favorite client that's from uh, rebecca carpenter
2: <gasps> <laughs> shout out oh no yeah. Um, well, yeah, um, uh, no, Rebecca, Rebecca Carpenter, Carpenter. <laughs> um, no, no, like but on a serious on a serious note, she says,
1: what is the favourite aspect of your job?
2: Um, oh, I love Is that from Rebecca? Yeah, that's from Rebecca. Oh, well, I she put my favourite aspect
1: of my job is...
2: Oh, okay. So, well, the people I get to work with, oh my God, that sounds funny now because Rebecca said that. <laughs> but, um, no, the... Genuinely, the people I get to work with, they're amazing and I learn so much from them as well. So I've done a mentoring call with Rebecca before we did a bit of a job swap for a um, for a month and she did some mentoring with me. And it's so inspiring when you work with people who, you know, you've got your friendship groups, which is all great, but when they're not doing what you're doing, it doesn't, you know, you feel like in a completely different world. But then when you're in the world where you're working with people who are doing shit, like they're getting stuff done, yeah. Rebecca, um, also got on my um old client Susie. She's like, she like really smashing it all the education side. And you literally, put, learn. I know
1: me and Susie are, her, are a face. yes, <laughs> Susie, yeah.
0: Honestly.
2: Rebecca, yeah, Rebecca and um yeah, Susie Bird. She's like, honestly, they just absolutely smashing yeah. there. It's good. Orders. I think
1: I think the point you're making is like, it's it's good to be challenged by somebody, isn't mm. it? And I don't think friends or family tend to do that. They yeah. tend to either not understand your business, or they tend to just, you know, they don't want to kind of upset you or they don't want to challenge you or you know sometimes you need somebody to be like have you thought about doing this
2: yes that's like probably most of what I've done I wouldn't have done without my clients like you know because they end up friends and without them kind of inspiring me to do it like so that guest speaking job that I did was via yeah, Susie, she I worked with her. She was like, I was like, yes, this is amazing and it brings me on to the next levels and yeah, did the med- and Rebecca's always like, right, get your passive income done. I'm like I need to do, I still need to do that. Yeah. but yeah, I know I need to. And um yeah, it's so the clients get to work with. but I think also another bit is the transition the transformations I can offer my clients as well, you know, setups for sure. like when, when I get messages and you know just the other day I think I was like tagged on Instagram just randomly, because my client was, like, got a toddler, got all of that, but her dobside set up, and she didn't even have to think about yeah, doing it's any just working of that. away in the background. Yeah, doing exactly. What it should be and it, it can, yeah, offer massive transformations. So, um, so yeah, I think that's, like, the main...
1: The least favourite part of your task.
2: <laughs> oh, no. What's the least favourite part? Oh, my God, I don't even know. Um, it's probably Letting loads. clients go. <laughs> Letting yeah. them fly. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Oh letting them go not working with them anymore um the least favorite ah oh, I don't know I'm a massive people pleaser I'm huge and I think it's it's on me you know I've I've struggled with boundaries over the past which is probably something like I say to clients to have and then I struggle with mine because I yeah I'm a huge I'm very fluffy and I'm very like you're all right don't worry or whatever. But then I think, then, you know, it gets to midnight and I'm sitting at my desk because I'm doing work that I should have maybe said no to or um, put, had stronger boundaries or something like that. And, you know, it's jeopardizing me spending time with my family or something like that. That's the bit where I'm like, oh, just be stronger, Lindsay. Yeah. Just Let's, like, talk, let's those talk more about
1: boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> I, feel oh, like God. It's, I feel like it's a, it's a can that doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't get oh, open very often. Mm. Mm. Um. I, th- I think it's, I think it's part of running a business, isn't it? Is under, is learning that. I was chatting to somebody the other day on the, an Instagram live and saying, kind I of remember back to the first two or three years of my business that there were almost no boundaries. It was yeah. like, yeah. Yes, 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 I'll do the work, mm-hmm. I'll take the work, yeah. I'll do that job. And actually I kind of think, God, I didn't really have a weekend off for three summers. Yeah. You know, and
2: and you don't think about like, you don't think about the impact it has on your own life like as well like you, you know the money's coming in and all that's great but it's yeah when you are jeopardizing spending time with your children yeah. with your other half and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's it's hard and, and it's
1: like, it is a balancing act isn't it you yeah. know you, you're on in one hand trying to like grow your business and like mm-hmm. develop and build something for your for your, your life or your family but at the same time you also need to remember that you have a life to lead yeah. I always remember yeah. the, uh, for, I can't remember who it was and sorry if this is you but like somebody articulated it really well just talking about how you know we're paid as photographers to go along and document someone's life event Mm -hmm. but we don't have life events ourselves and Mm -hmm. it's sometimes you just need that reminder that you need to go and have your own life events even if it's just a weekend off to go have a barbecue with your mates down the park whatever it might be
2: oh exactly but we always feel the guilt for doing something like that as well we always think oh actually but I should be at the desk doing it um you know in my household at the moment we've had like um massive transitions with my husband's job changing and whatever so and now he's kind con- of gone into the whole corporate world, and we both effectively work full time jobs and have two kids. And you know, I we work kind of from home. He goes around a bit, but it's um, it is hard because effectively I've got to work within the school hours, and then I'm back I mean, at those work. Golf in the courses evening. aren't going to play themselves, <laughs> are they? That's probably what he's doing. Yeah, yeah I, I, we actually for the cards earlier, and I was like, "Why are you golf clubs in here? You're coming <laughs> you to work, are you?" Um, Brilliant. But yeah, he. Uh, uh, but yeah, we. So I have to because it's a full-time job I'm like during the day I'm working while they're at school and then they go to bed and I'm back working again and you do fall into that and it's it's it is tough but yeah I think that's where I've always struggled I could be you know my clients in my head are like clients always come first always come first and I'll get it done and if there's delays on projects for instance you know realistically they kind of have to go to the bottom of the pile when you're maxed out and I'm like fully booked um and a delay happens I really find it hard to be like, you have to go to the bottom part now. I'm like, oh no, I'll try and squeeze you in. But it's it's kind of my time then that goes. So
1: yeah. yeah. I
4: think that's what, what do you sort of, what do you tend to do to sort of like wind down and actually have that sort of like me time?
2: Mm. Um, I'm a massive introvert, like huge. So just being at home and just chilling. So I've got into reading recently. Like never been into reading before, so I've given that a go. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think... I love a cinema trip. <laughs> God, I sound so fun, guys. Oh, hang out with no, me. No shame I love cinema reading. No shame, in, reading. That. No but, shame um, in that. But yeah, I've yeah, hit the hit that age where it's just like just chilling. Yeah. Is just perfect. Just me, me time and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and are there
1: any are there any boundaries that you've clearly set now? in terms of your work sort of life balance i take it you have a home office yeah home
2: office um i had my own but now i have to share with the other half which i'm gutted about um but yeah i think we learn there will always be clients and stuff that you learn from um where something might not have gone right or you know i could have improved that like i i'll learn from that i think we've all got those and um Like that's definitely happened over time where I'm like communication, what we're talking about, I could have handled communication better. I could have done that better. Um, And so I've recently overhauled the whole back end of my business to make sure that, you know, I'm managing expectations properly. You know, if there are delays then this is what happens and whatever. And it's made a huge difference now, like absolutely massive. Um, And that, yeah, that's exactly why I feel so strongly when I'm telling other people about their client journeys and managing their boundaries, I'm like, I need to do it. Um, and it, I think a lot of people appreciate it like when you are a bit firmer but like not like nasty firm yeah. but like when you're firm with your business and you're firm with okay these are how we work and whatever people massively appreciate it mm-hmm. and respect it more than just being super chilled and just being like oh yeah, yeah. you're good whatever they want some boundaries as yeah. well so yeah I think don't be scared to enforce them you, a little you bit. can't
1: you can't provide the best service possible for you, for you if you're if you're not in a in a good and stable place mm-hmm. with your own work life balance.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's simple as that. Exactly, and you can't is you can't preach it <laughs> and knowing that you're a hot mess behind the scenes, but I'm preaching this to everyone else. So um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I need to look at what I'm doing within like my household and then be able to yeah tell others about it. Really,
4: would you ever sort of like branch out to other t- other creators' fields? Mm-hmm instead of just photographers or do you find it that yeah I'm really good at this niche and I want to stick to it
2: mm-hmm. I so I work with creatives as well so I've got so for instance Lou who was on she's wedding stationery um I'm working with a web designer as well um over the like throughout my business i've worked with a triathlete as well which is wow, random wow. so yeah <laughs> i meet with photographers really and cool. creatives but sometimes you'll get you know the random one come in um but the triathlete i worked with she's like a powerhouse and i was like you know it might not be anything that i'm completely familiar with but i know that i could learn so much from mm, her yeah and she was amazing and still to this day we don't work together anymore but she yeah, she owns her own brand and everything and work in corporate jobs like, i could literally learn so much from you so um so yeah i've done all that but um Yeah, creative. Just like the whole creative side, because I never got into it myself, which I wish I had. It's just quite nice to be part of it. Yeah, all the creative, come my way.
4: Yeah, it's it's a good way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. Because you you get to see literally... All of the behind the scenes, really. You really get to know yeah. businesses businesses from the inside out, really, really well. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, and you, I also think as well, if you're in, like, if you look at the photography market as a whole, like there'll be photographers that bring something to you that go, oh, "I need to do this," and then you can kind of, I'm not saying you transfer it to your other clients' businesses, but you can almost kind of influence those. You go, "Look, have you thought about doing this?" Yeah, you know, it's
2: yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah. it's
1: just a really insightful. But you obviously yeah. have a, a deep level of knowledge now in in mm-hmm. that industry to be able to provide. Yeah. A really detailed level of customer service and an understanding of that industry.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's that whole thing, isn't it, about like being uh, like a master, like, what was, I don't know, I can't remember it, what it is, but I, in the whole like field of like uh, system setup specialists and all that kind of stuff, there's loads of people who kind of cover everyone. And I, I'm quite strict. So I'm like, no, I just cover photographers, creatives, because I'm familiar with it. And I know that I I know that stuff. Whereas if, a I don't know, a business coach like reached out to me not long ago and I was completely honest, I was like, I, I don't think I could help you because yeah. I don't know your journey. I don't know mm-hmm. whatever I couldn't, I don't think, I think your money is better spent with someone who specializes it. And it's really nice having that, like when you specialize and you like know that you can actually give yeah. really like, like you're trusted with that. Um, and yeah, so I'm like, no, I'll keep like the master at this part and then I'll just let other, like others take that. And then, yeah, I'm I'm good with that.
1: Yeah, the photography market's still pretty massive,
4: isn't it? Oh yeah, very yes. much. And, and it keeps yeah. on growing. That's the so, thing. So yeah. yeah, you get your little minions,
1: VAs out. Yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah. But not too um,
3: far. Don't, don't too take off. Don't take off.
1: What was your uh, What was your last cinema trip?
2: <laughs> oh, so hilarious. My um, so yeah, my thirty fifth birthday was last week, and um, thought, oh, what do I do with it? Don't get go out and get drunk anymore. Don't do any of that. So we had like a day date, and um, yeah, breakfast, and the new Tom Hanks film. Otto one. I'm obsessed with Tom Hanks. Okay. Was it a man called Otto? Have you seen it? Is no, it just is it me? So I don't know if it's because I'm obsessed with Tom Hanks that anything that he's in, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's so lovely. Um, but yeah, that, that it was. Re- I really enjoyed it. But we were. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we showed our age a little bit because it was a really small room, and it was there was um, definitely like an 80 year old couple in there, and you know, just, <laughs> no one else really. And it was just me and my husband sitting there like we fit right in don't we this is perfect and we ordered a cup of tea and that was that was our day but um yeah that was the last one
1: you wild cats oh i
2: know honestly come hang, hang out with me i'm so much fun like do all of it oh
4: that's amazing
2: <laughs> so boring honestly. no that's
4: you and you own it that's, yeah that's what i say exactly um what's the future looking like for your business and mm-hmm. this year in general are you excited YouTube. for it gonna youtube yeah
2: yeah hold me accountable to it yeah, well, chat about um, it later. yeah. <laughs> we yeah i um i don't know so i maxed out like i'm fully booked uh, up until you know the summer with dubsided builds all that kind of stuff going on but um i really want to get into passive income really want to get that up and running you know for both vas because you know the mentoring side i do mentoring calls um i think a lot of people do that like do that kind of stuff now but i know that The VA industry is kind of saturated becoming saturated with a lot of people who can think oh that looks easy i'll do that but um the amount of people like this is my livelihood like i've got a family to support i've got all of that and the amount of ones out there that you know might not have insurance or their legals in place or you know i i see a registrar all of that kind of stuff um it's scary so it's i'm like okay i really enjoy thinking back
1: to when how exactly how you felt when you Mm. first started it yeah can you you kind of just bring those barriers down that, yeah that, that barrier to entry can you kind of just help people get over them
2: mm-hmm. easier yeah, yeah. exactly
1: base, best use of english language there easier but yeah you know <laughs> what i mean i'm trying to think yeah. of a better word than just easier yeah but it's fine you know <laughs> exactly how, how can that. you help those people because they all you know yeah there will be there'll be like we said at the very beginning it still feels like it's very much in its infancy mm. but I think as businesses grow and the amount of volume of self employed people grow, which it yeah. is and it will do over the course of a recession because people are gonna go, I wanna go and do that now. I, I don't wanna be in this job, I've had enough. They thought it after COVID and yeah. it's gonna it's gonna continue yeah. to grow.
2: Yeah. It's, it's just it's gonna so encourage true.
1: more VAs into the market to be able to go, Oh, I can do that as well. Yeah.
2: And it is it's it's so it's really easy to get into and like in this well, I say easy to get into, it's the it's transferable real transferable skills from kind of what you say. me being HR and recruitment like background you know I could definitely bring that in and you pick and choose what you offer like you know if I didn't like so I got with email management and all that kind of stuff it's like this isn't me anymore like I'm I need to progress a bit like do different stuff and um, that's fine I can pick and choose what I I do Um, but yeah so I'd like to do more on the mentoring side like courses and all that kind of stuff for other VAs who want to get into it and you know Cause yeah because i've heard some scary stories before um but then yeah also help photographers that's why i i think i've got a um um i think a lot of my following or whatever i i've built really good relationships with photographers even if i've not worked with them or whatever i have the conversations in my inbox and which is really nice so i think you know i've got something there for yeah new photographers who are trying to suss out client journeys yeah. and all that kind of stuff um but yeah, passive, I need to work less and try to earn more. Then go goal, mm. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. We're all trying for that.
2: But YouTube need to do that.
1: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's been really, it's been really lovely chatting to you. Um, even though I had a few uh, mental blanks throughout the course of the recording. I <laughs> uh, kind of got there in the end. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you had to ask, Igor? No, I think we're ready for the last question. Okay, so um, let's rewind the clock. Let's go back to 14-year-old Lindsay. Mm-hmm. What, would your, what would your words of wisdom be to, to a 14-year-old you?
2: Oh, these questions always... What
1: would you like as a 14-year-old?
2: We don't want to know. <laughs> I was not going to cinema trips and reading books. Um, yeah, I was down a park with a book of Lamborghini. Um, 14, that's quite young, actually, to be doing that, maybe a little bit later. Um, i I don't know. What would I tell myself? That I can do that panelling... <laughs> And I can, you can do like, you, the world is literally your oyster. I think I overcomplicated everything, and I think that's the problem. Um, so I definitely tell myself to not put on so much pressure. You know, I can do whatever I want. Um, yeah, don't overcomplicate it. Just crack on, in, like start imperfect, and then you'll suss it out.
1: I think so many. Yeah. I think so many people will relate to that. I think um, there's a lot of people that don't get to pursue their business because they just over they overthink mm-hmm. the process don't they yeah we're all yeah. guilty of it to an extent yeah end. and and with that comes a lot of regret yeah oh yeah god absolutely yeah mm-hmm. and, and and hearing you say like imper like the imperfect bit is like i'm thinking of like the course that i've done and we're going through a, a, a rebuild phase at the moment i'm like oh god it makes me think the first one was nowhere near perfect but but i did it i released slightly. it it yeah, sold yeah, we did it. okay now it's like can we just refine yeah. it and improve it and make it better can we then go again and so, you know it's that that perfect launch of whatever it might be mm. never doesn't exist yeah. it's, it's never it's not there
2: no exactly you know, let go of that yeah and you you'll it's all learnings I've, that's exactly what I found um we all start I think like, there was something I said we all start with zero followers zero clients zero like we all start at zero um and you just build it from there. Yeah. You know, I think I held back so much because I was like, oh, I don't know the legal side. I don't know, you know, how I'd work with clients. I don't know any of that, so I, I won't do it. Um, but then when I started, I was just like, I'll suss it out. Like, because you know, out. I've got a client. I was like, right, now I need to find a contract. Like, you do it as you go. And then, um, you know, some of the VA, other VAs who I've mentored, you know, I, I've said to them, just start. Because imagine a year from now, if you hadn't have started, like, like a year from my starting point was, Oh, my God, it was so, like, transformational that year. Mm. Um, and I, I, that's what I always say to people. Like, imagine why you could be a year from now. It's very
1: easy to find the excuse, isn't it? Mm. So easy. You can all find excuses very yeah. quickly. They're yeah. there, right in front of you, all mm. the time.
2: They, yeah, definitely are. Have
1: you got any final words of wisdom, Igor, Denver?
2: <laughs> I'm good.
3: Yeah?
4: <laughs> it's been, no, it's been, it's just eye-opening, really, to especially the whole client journey thing, um, it just made me really, really think that, yeah, I could really invest a lot more time into really, really having it, a great client journey, not just good, a great mm-hmm. client journey. So yeah, it just, again, leaving one episode very much thinking, or, or my head buzzing and, and thinking, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. How can yeah. I implement yeah. this and how can I implement that? And Yeah, really grateful for for what you've said here because, yeah, it's really got me thinking. I'm sure that the audience is going to come out with quite a lot of few nuggets, really, to action, really, and implement to their businesses. Where can people find you?
2: Um, on I mean, not the- literally <laughs> find you, as <laughs> in, like, you know, about <laughs> like, my address and virtually. everything. Virtually, <laughs>
1: Where can they virtually find you?
2: Um, over on the gram. Uh, is it Lin- I don't even know my username. Uh, Lindsay Garvey underscore VA. Um, and yeah, website just lindsaygarvey.com. Um, but yeah, that's where I am soon. Yeah, hopefully other places soon. Be nice. Which
1: um, which golf course did your husband go to play? Oh, no, he no. went to
2: <laughs> the golf shop around the corner, right? Okay. I was like, yeah, I was.
1: Found that, found that well didn't they I
2: know I know we were driving around it's like oh there's a golf shop there <laughs> I'm just there it's like oh, my god he's taking a day off work today just to go and do it but um yeah
1: brilliant thank you so so much for your time thanks oh, thank for coming you. up and just sharing your experiences and, and journey with us it's uh, it's really appreciated
2: no thank yeah, you for having you. me
1: great stuff and what do people need to do Igor all the clickety things that's the <laughs> one
2: <Whoa! laughs> <laughs> the clickety things
3: love that The cat